Welcome to the Daily Objective, day 83 of the war in Israel. Uh, I'm joined by James Valiant. Hey, James. How's hey. it going? Pretty well. Uh, so we've spoken on this channel about the United Nations uh, many times. We've spoken about UNRWA. We've spoken about the United Nations, uh, you know, long before uh, this war started, long before, long before the attack of uh, October 7th. We've uh, long advocated for, uh, at the very least, for free countries to leave the UN, uh, for the United States to kick them out. Uh, we've also suggested, uh, uh, you know, substitute headquarters for when they uh, evacuate the building uh, on the East River in in Manhattan, um, which is that that skyscraper in Pyongyang, the arrow or missile shape or whatever it is that they built as a hotel and didn't know what to do with it, as communists often do. They, they build it because building something creates jobs, but, uh, you know, you actually have to do something with it later. This is a, a great, you know, it kind of uh, uh, it makes the argument for communism if that building is uh, is used. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, give them a shot. I <laughs> Let them have it. Well, you know, yeah. the United Nations is a terrible organization, of course. I, I There is no good that it does on this planet uh, nothing good nothing good as i've described it before it is really a dictatorship protection racket and in recent years and in this context it is a terrorism protection racket and this particular organization unra you know the acronym that we have the united nations relief that it, it leaves out the four palestinian part it should be more like unwrap because when you unwrap this organization, it is not the big relief organization that they have for refugees and displaced people generally. No, it's a special relief organization just for Palestinians. And it was created in 1949, of course, uh, to handle uh, roughly about a half a million people who fled or were displaced because, uh, because of what uh, the creation of Israel, in effect. And uh, it was only for those people who fled or was were displaced, uh, uh, that was about a half a million people. Since then, the United Nations has dramatically and illegally, in my mind, expanded the definition of what they consider to be a refugee. Refugees include people who are still there. Now get that. So if you've remained in the West Bank or Gaza, you're considered a refugee. Or get this, if you're a descendant, if your great-great-grandfather was from the area, you're a refugee. If you have dual citizenship, from some other country, and your family has had it for two generations, you're still a refugee. Now, all of that is outside of the UN's own definition of what a refugee is. And yet the U United Nations is uh, in UNRWA has expanded the definition of what a Palestinian refugee is. So that includes millions upon millions of people that were never anticipated to be part of the program anyway. Now, since this organization has been uh, around, guess what it has done? We have demonstrable proof that it has employed Hamas terrorists. People affiliated directly and officially with Hamas have been employed by this organization. Two, their facilities have been used to store weapons to divert aid from that is intended for the Palestinian people to terrorist organizations, but to extreme Islamic groups like Hamas. And furthermore, schools operated by UNRWA teach vile, hatred, racism, despicable anti-Jew uh, propaganda, anti-Semitic, kill the Jews, oh, praising martyrs, the stuff that you can be taught at an unrefunded school in, in the West Bank or Gaza is about, you know, the good, wonderful thing you can do by being a martyr when you kill Jews. 
That's the kind of education you can get from an UNRWA subsidized school if they're not employing Hamas terrorists themselves and if they're not using their facilities to actually help Hamas. All of those things have been proven. So that when, uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was within a first the first year of his administration, Donald Trump pulled all American support. And I, I am not a big Donald Trump fan. I did not vote for Donald Trump. On the other hand, one of the good things he did, it seems to me, is to pull all uh, U.S. support, because U.S. has been by far the big supporter of this UNRWA corruption organization. And uh, Trump said, no, I'll divert it to other, I shouldn't have done this. He said, I'll divert it to other relief organizations, maybe to use the money elsewhere so that we can know where it goes. Um, the fact of the matter is that uh, billions, billions have been spent by Americans on this specific UNRWA organization. And God only knows how much of that has gone to employ Hamas terrorists, to educate young Palestinians in anti-Semitism, hatred and martyrdom. And more than that, how their facilities have been used and the, the money has been diverted by Hamas. So Trump was right to pull us out. Uh, Biden, of course, guess what? Just as he lifts the terrorist designation for the Houthis in Yemen, making them a non-terrorist organization, I guess. Um, so he got us back into UNRWA special. Now, get this. When Biden got, it, got the U.S. back into funding UNRWA, guess who complained? The Palestinian Authority, because they said, oh, there's too many strings. In fact, the strings Biden put on it, we just want to make sure you don't use it for terrorist activities. Well, that, as far as uh, the Palestinian Authority was concerned, was a violation of international law for Biden returning the funding to even put those strings on it, which shows you just how corrupt this entire organization is. It has done nothing but support this entire policy of supporting things like UNRWA has obviously been counterproductive and has obviously directly led to October 7th. The, uh, Trump was on the right policy when, by removing people you left in the left in America said, ah, this is going on only because it caused more terrorism. During Trump's time, you didn't see it. Biden gets back into UNRWA. What do we see a couple of years later, October 7th? So the yeah. lefties who are complaining about Trump had it all backwards. Yeah. Now, uh, so the reason we're talking about uh, UNRWA today uh, is, is a tweet that uh, I saw yesterday, and I'll, I'll get into that. I'll read some of it. Uh, just a couple of points you mentioned uh, that this was, uh, you know, started for the, the refugees who fled in, in 1949. Let's remember the reason they fled is because they started a war uh, expecting to wipe Israel off the map hours after it declared independence. That failed. And they, they fled. Of course, Arabs who stayed became citizens uh, with, with full rights in uh, in Israel. Yeah, as you mentioned, there's a the definition of refugee when it comes to Palestinians is different from the definition of refugees generally. And the reason for that is, of course, because part of the argument, the, the pro-Palestinian, which really is anti-Israeli argument, is that any peace deal should include the right of return to the ref for the refugees and that's why it includes the children and grandchildren because the right of return to israel to the, uh, wherever they fled from which is now the state of israel not including gaza not including judea and samaria and the west bank means the destruction of israel by vote so absolutely that, that's the reason why these are refugees and yeah, do you want to say something quickly before I go to the tweet? Yes, and UNRWA specifically fixates on exactly that. 
uh, the right to return, the right to return to Israel, the right to return even for great-great-grandchildren, for people who have dual citizenship, for people who never were displaced or fled uh, because of the uh, the creation of Israel. So the whole thing is a total corruption. It's design it's a pro-Hamas, pro-terrorism, uh, uh, anti-Israel organization as such. So this tweet I saw yesterday, it's a long tweet. I'm going to read some of it. Actually, it's not that long. It's it's longer than uh, than what a tweet uh, used to be. Uh, but, and Daniel will put it in the live chat in the description. So if you're watching this, you can also read the tweet yourself. It's by Imtiaz Mahmoud. Uh, so it starts, there are 13,000 UNRWA staff in Gaza. That's one UN staff for every 114 refugees in Gaza. Compare that to the largest refugee camp in the world, uh, Cox Bazar, with only uh, 1,550 UN staff serving 1.24 million refugees. That's one UN staff for every 800 refugees. In comparison, there are seven times more UN staff serving refugees in the Gaza Strip. It, it gets worse. Uh, yeah. There are more UN staff in, Ga in the Gaza Strip and the total employees of the World Bank with more than 10,000 employees and over 120 offices worldwide. There are more UN staff in Gaza than in Geneva, 8,500 UN staff, or in New York, <laughs> 6,400 UN staff. The UN has, staff in Geneva. <laughs> Gaza has twice as many UN staff uh, than in New York. That's amazing if you- Unbelievable. If you have, if you have seen the the UN headquarters in New York, uh, you know that's a that's a massive building, and right. it has less than half the the staff that the UN has. Gaza has got a bigger, got a substantially bigger number of 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 personnel than the than the UN facilities in Geneva or New York City. Think about that, folks. It's like the UN puts far more of its disproportionate number of its resources towards helping Palestinians than any other cause. Than yeah, any now, other cause. Now, the next next paragraph is pretty much so. Uh, it's, it's it's important. I mean, all of it is important. <laughs> UNRWA, UNRWA leverages the UN brand to appeal to casual observers as a team of relatively unbiased uh, international aid workers, when in fact they are a one billion dollar a year Palestinian business run by Palestinians and staffed by Palestinians. They need Palestinian refugees to exist now. We we should add context here, which is again Gaza is run by Hamas. Hamas uh, there, has has strengthened their grip over Gaza and over the important uh, significant operations in Gaza, like the UN. There is no way that UNRWA can operate in a way that Hamas would disapprove of uh, under Hamas under Hamas rule. So you know when when you hear about so many uh, uh unra employees so many un employees have have died um in in this operation israel attacks un facilities and so on it is un facilities that are run by you know, either hamas or hamas approved palestinians it is an organization that is anti-israel through and through, uh, of course, the, it the, the employs, very... It employs some, this UN organization. When they talk about these casualties from UN, from this UN group, understand this group employs Hamas. 
people affiliated directly with Hamas are being paid by the UN to do what they do. They support education, as I say, in their facilities that is anti-Semitic, pro-martyrdom, pro-hatred. Their facilities are used by Hamas. Their facilities are being used by Hamas. So when you hear these numbers of UN people getting killed, allegedly, again, I want real good numbers and I do not trust Hamas on any of this. But uh, when you hear about this, consider this organization, the hugely disproportionate numbers of the of UN personnel that are committed and devoted to uh, this cause of, Pal of the Palestinians. And you consider how uh, this UN organization's facilities are directly used by Hamas. It is no. It's a UNRWA is a front for Hamas and Islamic Brotherhood. It really is. Yeah, and you know, there's something about the way certain uh, certain elements of propaganda work, which is you have an organization like the UN, which you know what we're saying here about the UN and, and have always said is not a mainstream. It's not the mainstream opinion. It's not the mainstream on on the right, let alone generally. <laughs> Um, it is it is a fringe opinion. The idea that, that that you know the UN, even those who criticize it, think it should be fixed. We we uh, spoke. I think one of the one of the episodes we did was when the Czech defense minister said that uh, the Czech Republic should leave the UN because it is a, a pro terrorist organization. I thought that was beautiful. Uh, yeah. I read the whole thing, and my only problem was it is that it came from the Czech defense minister rather rather than the president of the United States, the prime minister of the UK, or the prime minister of Israel. Yeah, um, but but yeah, so you have the UN and then you have the UN saying something and then you have people, people like Owen Jones or or uh, other uh, you know Hamas puppets in the West using that to say, look, this is what the experts are saying. And I, I saw something by Owen Jones a couple of months ago saying, look, that, forget what I'm saying. Look at this UN expert who's saying that Israel is committing genocide. Well, the UN expert has to say that Israel is committing genocide because their, their whole job is propaganda that is anti-Israel, anti-Western in general. Like you mentioned, it's not just it's not just a front for uh, for dictatorships worldwide. The UN uh, majority members of it are not the kind of countries that you would have in an organization of free countries because they're not. Uh, they are dictatorships. Of course, they vote against Israel more than they vote on all other uh, issues combined. And yeah, it legitimizes the absolute worst actors in the world at the expense of free countries uh, and, and countries defending themselves against these worst actors. I am sickened when I think of the hundreds of millions of American taxpayer dollars that might have gone directly to these terrorists, to their facilities, to their personnel, to their evil operations. We have to understand, but you know something? All of that money, as despicable as it is, probably used to support atrocities like October 7th, for all I know, for all I know. It is the moral sanction that the UN gives to these defenders of terrorism and dictatorship that is probably even more deadly, more deadly in the long run than the material support. And get this, you know, uh, British and American taxpayers have to know that when they support the United Nations, some of that money is directly going to members of Hamas, is directly going to propagandize Palestinian children, is directly being used and diverted by Hamas. Yeah, and that, by the way, 
the tweet continues with that. I, I want to read some of that. I want to uh, also thank Bonnie and Jeff for your super chats. And uh, thank you, everybody, for and Apollo Zeus. Thank you, everybody, for watching. By the way, if you think we are uh, controversial in this topic, stay tuned. If you're watching live or not live, stay tuned for the next show, the, uh, the reality show, which starts as soon as this episode ends. The, the topic there is, are there innocent civilians in Gaza? It's so controversial that we're not going to agree with each other on the episode. So uh, you definitely want to stay tuned for that. And that um, the, a little bit more of that uh, tweet. So he says, if Palestinians got their state, there would be no more refugees and the business and flow of aid money would end. It's in their business. It's in their best interest to perpetuate the conflict and leave Palestinian statehood up in the air. UNRWA schools literally taught a whole generation of Gazans to hate their neighbors and make unrealistic demands so that the core issue of sovereignty is never addressed. Um, I'll read one more paragraph, maybe. It's, uh, its sole achievements are radicalizing Palestinian children and keeping Palestinian refugee, Palestinians refugees for generations. As you yep. have read in the news re recently, they also kept some of the hostages. Now, uh, we also need to look a bit at the, at the history since Israel uh, won the war, the Six-Day War in 1967, and, and as part of that took over the Gaza Strip. You know, earlier on, Gaza was not what it is now. Israelis would go there to, to shop. You know, you could walk into to Gaza and uh, and walk out. It is the, the steps that have have been taken from uh, from that situation to where we are today are some of the steps that we talked about when we talked about the Oslo Accords a couple of days ago. It was the steps that tried to to legitimize his leadership of the Palestinians, some of the worst elements. And of course, those worst elements are then been eclipsed as worst elements by others. Uh, so, you know, giving giving the PLO land to control uh, and then uh, uh, and, and weapons to control it with, which, of course, led to more terrorism, leading to Israel giving more land to the Palestinians, uh, ending the so-called occupation of Gaza by removing uh, Israeli villages from Gaza and removing Israeli military presence from Gaza. Forcibly when... evicting Israelis who are doing a product, right. trying to make Gaza a decent place. Yeah, when when at the time <laughs> the rockets started uh, dropping mostly on the Israeli villages in Gaza, rockets that are not uh, as, as uh, efficient as the rockets today, which luckily are not uh, that efficient, and and on like villages right next to the Gaza Strip. Now they are they are uh, most of most of the Israeli population can be reached by the the, um, the rockets that Hamas still has and still uses uh, nearly three months after the terrorist attack of October seventh. So all of this uh, this is all a result of appeasement by the West funding funding by the West again the funding to UNRWA is funding to Hamas and there is no yeah, way to, to see it otherwise. We have an amazingly wonderful, almost a, a public choice school of economics uh, thing. Uh, the Nobel Prize winner James Buchanan would be uh, proud of the argument you, that was just made in the tweet there, because it's true. UNRWA's interest in a peaceful settlement is negative. They don't want a Palestinian state. They don't want a permanent peaceful solution. What they want is to continue to have their aid organization. And if you're one of these uh, many, many, many employees of UNRWA, your job depends on there not being a peaceful solution. 
Your economic interests are all in favor. Now, it's not just economic interests. I think we have to go beyond that. I think that there are a great many people, and of course, the motivators behind this are real evil. I mean, they're obviously support directly supporters of Hamas. Uh, and so, but even if you're just a secretary at UNRWA, your job in effect depends on there not being a peaceful solution. Uh, good point that the, the the tweet makes there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's I, it's again, deeper and more evil. Uh, it really is. <laughs> I again, highly recommend uh, reading that tweet, which is in the live chat and will be in the description. I want to read a bit more of it. We might end up reading the whole thing, but uh, we'll read a bit more. So uh, he says, UNRWA should have been disbanded decades ago. All they do is perpetuate the conflict and conflict and keep Palestinians poor and uneducated. Again, no, educated, propagandized, brainwashed yeah. into hating Israeli children. Kill, martyr yourself to kill Israelis. That's what they're teaching at these unresupported schools. The tweet nails it. Nails it. In fact, the, the, yes, UNRWA has long outlived its uh, uh, the cause that the UN itself said it was creating it, it for. Long outlived it. And to do that, it's had, as I say, they've had to expand the definition of what a refugee is again and again to include millions upon millions of people that were that are outside of the UN's own definition of what a refugee is. People that were that did not flee or were displaced in the late 1940s. That was only about a half a million people. Now it includes great great grandchildren, people who were not displaced, people who are still living there, mind you, not refugees at all. Yeah. It includes what it needs to include in order to help the the cause of. Uh, eliminating the state of Israel. Now, when he says poor and uneducated, also the poor part is interesting because, yeah, in terms of the number of uh, the, or the amount of uh, aid that goes into Gaza, you know, Gaza, I, I don't know if this is true today. I, I would assume it is, but it used to be true. Uh, not very, not in the very distant past that Gaza per capita has the highest uh, amount of, of, uh, of aid coming in, uh, humanitarian aid. They, you know, they, they are, not lacking in funds. It's just that those funds are used to um, promote the, the the real cause, which is killing Jews and eliminating the state of Israel. Uh, let me the read the actual motives of these people are really revealed. Did you see any of these? You know, we see all these protests that are disturbing uh, holidays uh, in London and New York really badly. Uh, we saw a pro these uh, protests at LA, Los Angeles, and uh, uh, Kennedy Airport in uh, New York, the biggest international airports in America, by the way, in LA and New York were disrupted yesterday because of this. Have, do, do, have we seen similar demonstrations, uh, protests when it comes to much bigger wars, much bigger crises over the No, it's just this one. And similarly with UNRWA, it's just the Palestinian issue that gets this huge focus. So no, it's not again... The, the, the pretense that this is about war and people displaced by war and human suffering and innocent women and children being, you know, sort of displaced in the course of war. That's total bullshit. Total bullshit. It's anti-Israel. Full stop. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Smani, for the super chat. Uh, let me read a bit more of the tweet in the few oh, minutes sorry. that we have left. So... Uh, where did I stop? Okay, there it is. The uh, the increasing frequency. Oh, this is this is an important part. The whole thing is important, as I said. The increasing frequency of UN posts on Twitter regarding the Palestinian situation, in contrast to other conflicts, reveals a a, a distinct pattern. 
as the pressure on Hamas tightens, Antonio take Antonio is Antonio Gutierrez, the uh, Secretary General of the UN, takes actions that would hinder the eradication of Hamas. UN agencies are in a campaign against Israel, led by UN women who silently betrayed uh, uh, by turning a blind eye to the mass rape. Antonio is becoming increasingly panicked about what may be discovered once Hamas leaders are interrogated and the money trail investigated. And yeah, we've seen this in the past. We, we, saw, yeah. this, uh, we saw this you know, with, with France when they uh, opposed uh, the, the war in Iraq. Uh, you know, and we ended up hearing that they they had financial reasons to want Saddam Hussein to be in power. This is often the case with corrupt politicians in the West. There, it's it's much easier for uh, for them to get away with corruption. You know, when when it involves places that are not free, like Hamas controlled Gaza, and it, the the idea of of such regimes falling is scary to the corrupt politicians because. Uh, we will find out uh, what it was that uh, that motivated them to support those those uh, evil regimes. Yeah, stepping back once more, full circle to where I started, the United Nations as an organization is a dictatorship and terrorism protection racket. That is all it does. It morally sanctions them and it even materially funds them. And that is all really the United Nations has been doing for the last 50 or 60 years. Um, so I don't see any positive value for it. I see only the perpetuation of uh, war, suffering, and more October 7th. Um, we need to get out of the UN. The United Kingdom and the United States need to leave. I said, no, I, this is not going to happen. I know I'm just fantasizing. The United States and the United Kingdom are not going to leave the United Nations. But if they had any kind of sense of moral clarity or moral backbone, they would have done so a while ago you know we're um based in the uk and we've spoken in the past about how in the uk a few decades ago there was this fringe uh idea of leaving the united uh, the european union which was you know sounded ridiculous and was uh you know very unpopular and it ended up happening i don't know i think uh it it, it looks like a distant fantasy but i encourage people at the very least to uh like and share this video if you agree with us and think that would help and uh there's two paragraphs left so i'm going to read them um, before we uh wrap up so he says it's time to sue the united nations for being a party to terrorism israel should build a case and individual israelis whose family members suffered in the october 7th terrorist attacks should file a, cl a claim against the UN. Put them on the defensive. Gaza is a cash cow for the UN. The moment Hamas goes out, so does the cash flow from which the people who really need help don't benefit anyway. Had they really done their jobs, then Gazans would fare much better and October 7th wouldn't have happened in the first place. Again, excellent tweet all around. Uh, I, I encourage yeah. people what a great point what an excellent tweet go check it out people absolutely a rare voice but still rarer is the voice of mr rosie ginsburg and the voices you hear here on the ayn rand center uk you're getting a perspective you're not going to hear anywhere else ladies and gentlemen our recent surge in numbers i think uh indicates the great value that we're providing the unique value you're providing so if you find it to be a value please hit like subscribe share and do consider becoming a paid subscriber to the Ayn Rand Center UK. Yeah, and I see we have uh, we have many live viewers. Uh, so if everybody likes and shares, uh, that will 
help towards the cause of, uh, of three countries leaving the UN. I don't know if it'll actually make it happen, but it <laughs> definitely it definitely helps. Uh, the next few shows we have uh, are, are very controversial. The, the next show, which is going to start in a couple of minutes, is uh, a, a, an episode of our panel show, our daily panel show, The Reality Show, where we will be discussing the topic, Are There Innocent Civilians in Gaza? And then tomorrow on the Daily Objective, 5.30 UK time, uh, 5.30 p.m., 12.30 p.m. Eastern, I will be joined by Yaron Brook. And the discussion wow. there is... Uh, how Israel can defeat the Palestinians. So thank you, James. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And I hope you stay tuned for the reality show coming up in just over a minute. Thanks. Be safe.